What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Letters from Dad, episode 6. We usually stream live on YouTube, so if you prefer... If you prefer to watch the live stream on video, I highly recommend you subscribe to me on YouTube at Ty Speaks. But if you're if you like the, this audio, you like these audio episodes, you're more than welcome to continue following me on here and continuing to follow up on the episodes. But on YouTube, we do go live, and we got a we got a few people who come on live, and it's pretty cool. You can ask me live questions. You're more than welcome to ask me questions on here as well, but. You get your questions answered live on YouTube. What's going on, guys? How you doing? How you doing? Mike, so good to see you, brother. Nice to see you, too, Mike. I'm glad you are here. What's up? What's up? Real Life Fiction. Hey, man, how you guys doing? Hey, brothers, how we doing? Black Care For. Nice to see you here. Back on YouTube. I'm glad you're back. I enjoy your videos, and I'm glad you're here for the stream. Let's get into it, though. Remember, guys, we are live on the Anchor. Well, not live, but we are recording an episode on the Anchor app. So if you do prefer the audio version, um, instead of watching it here on YouTube, you can follow me on the Anchor app. Thank you. I appreciate it. Stick around for the letter. I think this one. I think this one's going to be a good one. Yes, I'm. I'm glad you're back too. All right, let's get into this. Back that up a little. All right. He starts the letter off with Tyree Jihad. Jihad is my middle name. What's up, Zach? How you doing? We just, we're just starting the letter. One of the most beautiful days of my life was when I woke out of... Ooh. One of the most beautiful days of my life when I awoke out of my coma with a bloodlust and justified indignation for social social injustices. Wow, that was a powerful sentence. One of the most beautiful days of my life was when I awoke out of my coma with a bloodlust and justified indignation for social injustices. George L. Jackson. Wow. I open this letter from the deepest and most durable regions of my soul. First, I would like to express my appreciation in regards to your scribe. My scribe meaning the letter I sent him. Thank you. No apology needed, Terry. I do understand that life goes on, goes on out there, and all I was saying is that every now and then I would like to receive a line or two from my twins. I don't expect visits on a regular basis, to be honest, I'm not too excited about being stripped down naked all the time anyway. However, the visits are very healthy for all of us. For future reference, I need you or Thomas to give me a heads up on the visits because if I don't know that you two are coming, then I won't be out there on time. Sometimes I might be doing something and we won't get the call for a visit later until later. Knowing in advance gives me time to take a shower and get ready. Moving forward. I no longer recognize the legitimacy of white law. It's almost as if European culture and law has this deeply embedded hate toward my existence. I was denied my appeal recently and 
truthfully, Tyree, I expect nothing from this criminal injustice system. But you would at least think that they would respect the facts. Pardon my complaining, but I'm a bit frustrated at the deliberate um, design for the truth. And no, I'm no saint, however. That shouldn't overshadow the truth or justice, their inability. Their inability to negotiate the issues at hand. Yes, my dad does say some very powerful things. But um, I'm going to reread that line again. It says, pardon my complaining, but I'm a bit frustrated at the deliberate disregard for the truth. I'm no saint, however. However, that shouldn't overshadow the truth or injustice, their inability to negotiate the issues at hand, or negate the issues at hand. Once again, pardon my frustration. I love you and miss you, Tyree. This is the price one pays for being ignorant for his or her surroundings. My biggest crime was my ignorance, son, my inability to see things for what they are. Our experience has been powerful for me, because your energy is positive and uh, refined. Our experience has been powerful for me because your energy is positive and refined. Considering the fact that you were still able to grow into a great mind without my, without my presence. How you doing, Five Elements? Welcome to the stream. This only confirms that beauty of God being you. The innate, the innate ability to activate your supreme thoughts and have that desire to move forward, despite the shit you've been through. I'm truly inspired by you and your inability to give up. I want to adopt your strength, Tyree. This life is prison. This life in prison is very challenging, and honestly, I'm not really sure as to how I've made it this far. But the truth is, I am living in the moment. I am living in the moment. Um, sorry about that. I am living in the moment and have the past and the past haunts me and the future is too far away. I work hard to build myself up and to maintain some mental and emotional stability. I don't do drugs, I don't indulge in senseless activities that is not um, that is not conductive to my growth and development, and I am still able to love and care. Between me and you, Terry, I'm affected deeply by this incarceration, and sometimes I think back to when I was a little boy. My innocence was all, was all I had, and when I was younger, my ability to smile and love for the outdoors my ignorance of adult problems. At that age, you never think that something so abnormal and diabolical such as prison will be the force that challenges your desire to live and enjoy life. I apologize for not being present in your life. And I am deeply regretting this as we speak. You and Thomas are my sons, and I will do whatever in my power to back you two up no matter the circumstances. I love the both of you deeply and that has never changed and never will. Your father.
<clears throat> that was some powerful stuff. The last thing I'm going to read that again. This last part of the letter was very powerful. I'm going to read it again. I think it deserves another read. The innate ability to activate your supreme thoughts and have and have that desire to move forward despite the shit you've been through. I am truly inspired by you and your inability to give up. I want to adopt your strength, Terry. This life in prison is very challenging and honestly I'm not really sure as to how I made it this far. But the truth is I'm living in the moment. And the past haunts me, and the future is too far away. I work hard to build myself up and to maintain some mental and emotional stability. I don't do drugs. I don't indulge in senseless activities This is not, that is not uh, productive to my growth and development. And I am still able to love and care. Between me and you and Tyree, I am affected deeply by this incarceration. And sometimes I think back to when I was a little boy. My innocence was all I had when I was younger. My ability to smile, my love for the outdoors, my ignorance of adult problems. All that age, you never think that something so abnormal and diabolical such as prison will be the force that challenges your desire to live and enjoy life. I apologize for not being present in your life. And I'm deeply regretting this as we speak. You and Thomas are my sons, and I will do whatever in my power to back you two up, no matter the circumstances. I love the both of you deeply, and this has never changed, and never will. Yeah, those were some, um... Some very powerful words from my father. And, um, yeah, very emotional, too. He's, uh, very, he's very profound and very, his words are very articulate. He, like, you know, he, um, I think it's from a lot of reading. Um, that all the time he's had in jail and stuff like that, but um thanks <laughs> um, I want to know what you guys think about what he says here um, let me know what you guys think about this. I think back to when I was a little boy. My innocence was all I had when I was younger. My ability to smile. My love for the outdoors, my ignorance of adult problems. At that age, you never think about something so abnormal and diabolical such as prison. That will be the force that challenges your desire to live and enjoy life. What do you guys think about that? How when you're younger, especially younger people, um, they are very innocent. They're very ignorant to all all the bad things that the world has to offer. Um, I know, I know at, at, to a certain extent that that's important to keep away 
from a child. But do you guys think that children should know about what's happening so they're not blindsided like how my dad was and he ends up in a situation where he's incarcerated for the majority of his life? What do you think what do you think we should tell children? Like the reality of the world or do you think we should tell them do you think we should let them, you know, continue to be ignorant until it's their time to actually learn about it? Let me know what you think. And on here on the Anchor app too, um, send me a voice message. Let me know what you guys think about that. I'd like to hear you guys' opinions. Trending topic. You should tell them, but in a way they can understand. I agree. You're you're absolutely right about that. Um, a a part of me wants to be, you know, very straightforward when I have children. I just want to tell them straight up, like, you know, the world's going to be like this. There are going to, be, going to be people like this. And you might be treated like this. Um, and I think that's just being straight up with me, being straight up with my children. Because I wasn't, you know, my whole life things were re really sugar-coated. Uh, sugar-coated. And I had, there were certain things I had to learn the hard way. And it, it, it really affected me mentally. The five elements. We should always be honest. Yeah, you're absolutely right, especially with our children, because we, even though they are children, you know, we have to be able to be honest with them instead of, I, I guess you could, you know, ethics could argue that it's safer for a child to not be exposed to something like that until they're older, but I think they should be ready for it. You know what I mean? Like, you'll be told about it. You, you'll hear it, and then when it actually happens, you'll be prepared. Cultivate awareness on them. Exactly. Black care for. I think when we are young and innocent, we always make mistakes that have a profound impact for the rest of our lives. Only through raising children, awareness will help. That's absolutely right. I mean, me and my brother believe we were gifted. We were born with a gift of awareness and you know like my dad said in this letter he wasn't around to be able to teach us some vital and important lessons so obviously we you know all props to my mother all respect to my mother because she taught me and my brother some very valuable lessons but you know at the same time me and my brother had to learn things on our own and you know we we cultivated that awareness by ourselves. So I think in order to teach someone awareness, you have to start very young. Just like um, you know, Black Care Force said, only through raising children, awareness will help. It starts with raising, raising them at, at that age. Real life and fiction. That's a difficult question to answer. Maybe tell them, but don't scare them. They're still young, naive, and they may not be able to understand everything we tell them when they're kids. That is also right. <laughs> um, children typically don't really understand what is being told to them unless they are raised around that. You know, if you start right when they're born, being straightforward with them and just um, uh, developing that awareness and being, uh, being allowing them to express themselves and be, uh, and uh, like I said, being straightforward with them and um, having them exposed to certain things, you know, that will just be natural for them. But, like you said, it is very difficult 
to, especially to teach that to a, a naive and ignorant child, um, but, you know, in the right way, like you said, it's important. The five elements. I think some people are born with it. I always, I always sense a young age was very grounded. I agree with you. I, I agree with you. Me and my brother believe the same exact thing. And um, we like to believe we were very grounded as well. And we, we didn't know why until we discovered that we had a gift of being aware, being very observant, having a natural sense of empathy for others. And, you know, we're just building every day now. And I think, you know, some people start to develop those things later in life where they're, you know, actually wanting, they're starting to want to take action in their lives, whereas I think other people develop it um, at a very younger age. My mom was a single mom, so I was always very mature. Right, I understand what you're saying. My mom was a single mom as well, and um, she had to raise two kids for a few years, and then she met my stepdad, and that was kind of on and off, so she had to raise four kids uh, most of the time by herself, but um, I know I know exactly what you're talking about because my mom went through the same thing. But yeah, that's pretty. Um, that's some powerful stuff. While I got, while I have you guys here, what do you? I know some of you aren't. I learned a lot from her. Emotional strength, indeed. Emotional strength is very important. I didn't have a mother and around. I didn't have a mother around, so that helped me take care of myself and my sister and younger brother. See, that's very powerful right there. You know, some people wouldn't be able to wouldn't know how to react in that situation, wouldn't know how to respond, and you know, they a part of them would want to give up. But you're here, and you're successful now. You're starting to build your success. You're starting to grow even more, and you're you're a well-grounded person yourself. And having to raise a brother uh, and a sister at a very young age is probably very difficult, very difficult. I couldn't even imagine how that would be. Um, but that's where your groundedness was built. So it all, ha it all happens to us um, different ways. But I know, I know some, um, I know a few people who on my channel aren't from America, but from your knowledge, what do you guys think of the American prison system. Let me know what you think about that because at the end of what we just spoke about, my dad said, at that age you never think that something so abnormal and diabolical such as prison will be the force that challenges your desire to live and enjoy life. I spoke. I've spoke to my dad a lot, and he's telling me. He's told me how a lot of people have broke down and lost themselves in prison, like strong, strong men, like grown ass men. He's told me that they have broke down in prison, and and just completely lost themselves, either through suicide, through depression, going crazy, um, killing others, drugs. Uh, whatever it might be, but um, the American prison system is very, very harsh. 
I wrote a paper on this and I think I'll do a live where I read the whole paper. Um, but it was about the American incarceration system compared to um, Denmark and how in Denmark they focus on rehabilitation and mental health and um, helping the prisoners work their way back into society whereas in America they focus on punishment and they don't really focus on um, moving their prisoners back into society especially the ones who have a life sentence or who have been there for 20 plus years they come out of prison already set up to go back to prison they have no idea they have no idea what opportunities they have when they're out of prison because they went to prison when they were 20 years old now they're coming out when they're 40 a lot of things change in 20 years so all they know is what they know when they first went into prison and they keep the outside world completely secluded from the um they keep the prisoners completely secluded from the outside world so they have no idea what's happening what's evolving what's changing what's what's being what's new and how like what's a better way to get a job you know what i mean so they're when prisoners go to prison they're being set up to go back to prison so they can die in prison pretty much. It's like a cycle. Wow, that's, that is a tough question. It is a tough question. Trending topic. Yes, I'm living in Holland and, and here they also focus on education. See? The, I th uh, the European countries are, you know, I think are adapting and modernizing. Well, not modernizing, but, um, you know, evolving more in the mental aspect, in the mental health aspect side, because they're focusing on, like you said, education. Black Hair 4. I think the U.S. prison system is very quick to punish people. Very young people lock up for their entire, locked up for their entire life with no second chance. I agree. And it's... Um, uh, the reason for that is it um, sometimes can be a very crooked system. And... That's mostly what it is sometimes, especially for, you know, I'll keep it, I'll keep it straight, especially for people like me, young black men. Uh, and they're, you know, usually being set up to be imprisoned for the majority of their life. They call it modern day slavery. You know, they, now that, now that slavery, now that slavery isn't actually a thing, they find a way to and incarcerate and make young black men into slaves again which is modern day US imprisonment but in other countries is worse I have seen a lot of documentaries oh I, trust me I don't doubt it um, I know in some countries they you know they'll they'll kill you right on the spot for a crime. You know what I mean? Other countries, they have no, no hygiene. They just throw you in a, like in a dirt pit, and it's just like, here, you're here forever. So, I mean, I understand to an extent that you'd probably rather be in an American prison system than um, a third world country system or a, 
another foreign system. But at the same time, there are other countries who are adapting and focusing on rehabilitation and education and mental health, like Korea. Absolutely. It's like a business over there. You are completely right. It is like a business. I think anything in America is a business. That's why they call it the land of opportunity, because you can literally come here and do anything, make anything, and make money from it. And that's what people are doing. Multi-billion dollar uh, industry prison. It's pretty crazy. Real life fiction. I don't know much about the American prison system, but I do know that many have been thrown into prison for crimes they never committed. The system is very harsh and it doesn't aim for positive change. You're right. Um, a little bit about my dad's case. He was put into prison because of a situation he was involved in, and he got charged for committing the crime. But he was just involved with the crime. He didn't actually commit the crime that happened. He was just, uh, he was just there when it happened, and um, he got full conviction for that. So he's still trying to fight and get his appeals, and you know get a shorter sentence. And he's you know he's still fighting for that. And he told me that. Worst case, he has seven plus more years right now. In best case, he says, if he gets his appeal approved and they want to go through with it, um, he'll be out in the next three to four. So, yes, but the U.S. want to present as a free world and an example of civilization. But what is happening there doesn't represent it. Yeah. I mean, at, to an extent, I agree with that because there are some very positive things happening over here in America and at the same time, there are very, some very negative things happening over here. So it's like, I guess it, it's, it depends on like what you focus on because your world can be all negative if that's what you're focusing on. But then if you try to direct your attention towards the positive, that's what your, um, that's what your life will be. That's what your life will be is this, you know, all the positive. And I think that's with anywhere, but I, you know, that's just my assumption because I do plan on traveling a lot. I plan on staying in a bunch of different places for long periods of times. And I just want to experience new culture, new places. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be awesome. I wish you the very, uh, very good luck for your dad. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you know, once he gets out of prison... I'm going to start doing these lives with him, and that's going to be awesome to have some awesome, um, have some cool talks with him and stuff. Also, this summer when I leave school, I'll be hopping on live talks with my brother as well. So the talks that I have my, with my brother will be pretty awesome, awesome as well. Yes, traveling is the better teacher. Yes, sir, it is traveling. I cannot wait. Me and my brother plan on going to LA this um, this summer. So that's going to be awesome. I'm definitely documenting that. And it's going to be it's going to be an adventure. You're awesome and I truly enjoy your dad's letters. Thank you. Um I hope to see you back in the next episode. And if you prefer, like I said, to listen to it on audio, we got the Anchor app. Yes, please do. Yep, I'll be back with another letter in a few days cuz I have a ton of letters from my dad. Um, 
that I'll be reading. And then eventually, you know, the, the series will probably slow down a little more until like until I start getting more letters from him and stuff. And then I'll start adding talks with uh, my brother and Steve, my brother's partner. So those will be awesome. And of course, you know, if you're driving, you want to listen to your car, boom, boom, here on the Anchor app. Follow me uh, at Ty Speaks. What is the Anchor app? The Anchor app is a podcast audio-based um, platform. So it's all audio. You record your audio and you make them into episodes. You can send audio messages. People say that it's like the um, it's the audio version of Snapchat, kind of. But it's there's a lot more options than that. You can link with friends on the app and have like a dual podcast and you just post episodes. It's pretty cool. Good vibes always. Yes, do it. You're awesome and I enjoy you guys. Okay, great. I'm going to check it out. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I think we're going to end it here on the app. Thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the letter from my father, and I hope you come back for the next one. I hope you enjoyed the conversation we had here on the live stream. Again, if you rather, if you would prefer to see me live, um, subscribe to my YouTube channel, at Ty Speaks. But if you enjoy the audio, stay here and follow me on here. I'll see you guys in Episode 7.